What did we just watch? Hey. Hey. What did we just watch? That's not the name of our podcast. Could be. No. If you wanted to. If this is not a trivia show. That would be if this was like hey, making people guess. Show. Like maybe we're describing a movie and then people are just yelling at their radios what they think the movie is. Because the podcast, you can't really interact, so... They would really just be yelling at us, and we can't hear you. I, I see you, um, p- person slicing oranges. <laughs> I don't know, Jenna. Picture what people are doing when they. Listen I see to us. you. You drinking coffee on your way to work. Yeah, I see you. Um, I see you with, your, with you haven't put your pants on. <laughs> You're in your underwear. <laughs> Is this what we think people are doing when they're listening to us? Yeah, maybe they just put their shirt on. This and all like, sounds Let me like listen to this while I put on my pants. Or maybe they're listening when they're doing the dishes. That's true. Like I do. I listen to the office ladies sometimes when I do dishes you or do. make pancakes on Saturday morning. Or you're working like I do and listening to podcasts. Yeah. So, however you're listening, uh, this isn't that podcast because it's we. Ha- you don't have to yell answers. You're listening. No, you don't have to yell answers at the at your iPhone because we're just going to tell you that hey, we just saw a movie. We did. We saw a movie, singular. Yeah. And by the way, because we forget to do this sometimes, I'm Michelle. I'm Josh. I thought you were going to promote the podcast. No, we just said the name of the podcast. But I thought you were going to say like subscribe on all the subscribers. Oh, no, we do that at the end. Oh, well, I already said it. Okay, well, if you don't make it to the end of this episode for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> If you if you um, if you feel like ending it all, then go ahead and subscribe, and maybe you'll like the next episode better, or listen to previous episodes, or come back and finish it. I know there's yeah. a lot of WTFs I haven't finished. I often leave my podcast paused for days at a time. I think I'm in the middle of an episode. I forgot the name of it already. It's hard because once you get out of the car, or once you get done washing dishes, or whatever, or working out, or yeah, now that you have. <laughs> now that I have a row machine, machine, are you making fun of me? Yeah. Don't make fun. I'm all fun. I'm trying um, to trying to So all that yeah, all that stuff you guys do. do stuff. We're 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 right there with you. Just not when you're taking a dump. We don't want to smell that. No, but okay, so we did just see a movie. Yeah. What did we see? We saw is it I think about I thought about ending it all? <laughs> no, give it another try. I think I'm thought I think I saw a no, you're sort of near the right words. I never actually. You can't knew. look I it up. I knew the name. I know I'm you're not, looking for I'm your notes. Oh, okay. I don't have notes. This is all the top of my. We've head. already done this. They know we take notes. Who's they? We the people that we were just talking about. Oh, they they're real. What did we watch, Joshua? I don't know the name of oh, it. Man. I just guessed like nine times. All right, we watched. I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, ending things. Oh, does that change that the whole changed, perspective of the movie for you? That definitely changed the beginning because I thought oh, I was like, oh, this is a movie about suicide or something. I thought it was too, just based on that title. But then, and for actually a lot of the movie, I thought it, that it was talking about suicide. And then I thought, wait a minute. I don't think that's what she's talking about. So usually we talk about ourselves at the beginning, but this one was so weird. We just need to talk about the movie and then we'll talk about ourselves. Yeah, we're just going to jump right in, you guys. I hope that's okay. So I don't know if you did this, 
Um, I just started right. I usually just write thoughts as the movie goes on, and then I order them into coherent thoughts. Mm-hmm. But this movie was incoherent, so I really want to just go thought by thought of what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah, because I feel like this movie. This, I, there's two things I think about this movie. This movie was like a magic trick, <laughs> where you're like, oh, he's just wait, <laughs> no, okay, I get it now. He, hmm, well, ugh, but. Now there's an alligator. Okay. Well, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Now he's in ice, so he can't really get the keys out of the fire. So you're just confused. The yeah. other thing I thought it was, it was a, a turducken of the lobster, the lighthouse, Ooh. and the twilight zone. All right. But to notice, you you looked into this hole, and you were like, that's weird. And then as you moved out of the hole, you realized you were looking into the butt of the turducken. You're like, I'm very confused now. That explanation very confused me. So and that's how I We're felt. all on the same page. Can I read the um, IMDb uh, synopsis? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. So IMDb says, make sure I'm on the right page. Yeah. Don't be like, okay, Elle yeah. Woods goes so, to... Obviously, you guys know this by now, but spoiler alert, this whole podcast is spoiler alert. So we watched um, I'm Thinking of Many Things on Netflix, which just came out recently. And here's the synopsis from IMDb, because that's where I read these from. IMDb now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Full of misgivings, a young woman travels with her new boyfriend to his parents' secluded farm. Upon arriving, she comes to question everything she thought she knew about him and herself. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't you know. You want to say that. <laughs> right? I don't even know if I could... I don't know that... Okay, so the young woman, I think she was even very... She didn't even have enough thought to question what she knows. Right? Like, she was just as, like, um, bewildered. But I wouldn't say that she came to question everything she knows. I don't think she questioned much of anything. I think her brain was scrambled and she didn't really know that she should question things. I think the, I think she explained herself very well at the end of the movie where they talk about baby it's cold outside and um coercion and how she's and then when he left she said you know, he comes up to me and asks for my number, and I say yes. And then he asks me another thing, and I say yes. And then I just keep saying yes to stuff that oh, I don't want to do. There was a lot of and, little things like this. I did not pick up on that and one. It was just kind of like she just kept saying yes to all these things mm-hmm. that she could have just said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. So, Like, for example, so the movie starts out and sort of. Wait, real quick. Can we tell people what we're going to do with this episode? What are we going to do? Okay, so for the first half, what we're doing is we're just telling you what we think we watched. We have right. We don't really oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really, clearly already. You can tell we were a little confused by what happened in this movie. And then we're gonna take a break. We're gonna go do some research and read the like this movie explained articles or videos or whatever, yeah. and have some smart people tell us what the heck we just watched. And then we'll come back and talk about that. Maybe the new rock stars talked about it. Maybe. Probably not. They're into Thanos. Okay, so sorry. Continue. So, essentially, it starts out with her and her boyfriend getting in the car and driving to meet his parents. But immediately, she has, uh, as it says, misgivings about, uh, not Robin Givens, not misgivings, but misgivings. <laughs> or Mrs. Um, Givens. Mrs. Well, now she's misgivings. I don't oh, okay. think she's remarried. Oh. 
Um, so she doesn't even want to be in this relationship and she's thinking way too much in her head, probably much like I do. But, um, yeah, so I think that whole thing was kind of like I was saying is she, she, she could have said no way sooner than she did. And then the biggest thing was all, it was literally, well, it was literally baby. It's cold outside. In a way, because she was, she shouldn't even gone because she had to be up. She had to finish writing something. What did she? Yeah, she was very stressed out the whole time because she needed to be home that same night because she needed to work on some project the next morning. Right, she needed to work. And not, I don't know. Maybe they live in the Dakotas and they're used to this. But if there's a snowstorm happening, Oklahoma, you're going to drive. Okay, definitely not Oklahoma, um, because they get snow, but not a lot, and. Yeah, but just, he had he had um he had chains chains he had chains he had chains, he had chains. for the tires. Um, Maybe people in Oklahoma, different parts of Oklahoma, definitely have the Panhandle. Chains. They better have chains. Yeah, but but still two chains. If yes, two chains. So even still, if you have something you got to do in the morning and it's snowing, not like twinkle twinkle, but snowing. And you're gonna go to a farm. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, just like little, you know, just. <laughs> Is that your like snow the, flurry? <laughs> yeah, like you, you spin in a circle and catch some snowflakes in like your Like at mouth. the beginning when she did that, yeah, she was like, very yeah, classic. Yeah. Put her arms That's out. That's cool. Yeah, sure. Caught but even even snowflakes then, on her personally, tongue. I would be like, I'm not going because if it gets bad, we're driving to a farm which I know is not near town, and we're gonna get stuck there. I have to be somewhere. So, she she already said yes and didn't back out of that she didn't even like the dude she didn't even right. back well, out of that before she got in the car right she was already she already had her little inner monologue going yeah. on i'm thinking of ending things right yeah so it was just kind of like what are you doing so it was literally a her own and between her and him a baby it's cold outside right so situation. she got in the car already wanting to break up with him right and then her whole like all this inner thoughts on the drive is like, we're not going to end up together anyway. This is going to end eventually. You might as well just break up. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, the, I think that there's so many different th- ways that I think this could have not. Well, there's so many ways I think this could have gone. But there's so many ways I think this could have gone or did that. I don't know if it did go that way. Okay. <laughs> so, for example... <laughs> When they're in the car and she's, talk, she's talking about she knows how this is going to go and blah, 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 blah. And then when we get into the the house and everything and it's kind of like time is passing. And that weird thing that was even in the preview where she says, wait, that's a picture of me. And he goes, no, that's a picture of me when they were kids. And I'm like, wait, but are you guys? So I was wondering, I'm like, are they, is, is one of them, tr- are they both transgendered? And real? one was one in the childhood and the oh. other one became the thing that's so you then, thought they were brother and sister no i thought they were the same person oh. somehow like they were looking at their past like they were coming home and looking at their past from different mm. points of view like as a child i was a i was a boy and as of that now i'm a girl or something i don't know hmm. i was just i was literally like okay when people are falling and they're just trying to grab well stuff. that would make sense that if they were the same person because i'm pretty sure he could hear her thoughts Right, yeah. like he kept sort of reacting to what she was thinking. Yeah, it was like a flea bag. You never saw it. But I've never seen flea bag. Some a mind reader in flea bag. He can kind of hear her thoughts because she turns to the camera and goes, 
when she says, well, well, he's he's mighty fit. And then he's like, what'd you say? And she's like, what? He's like, could you hear that? He's like, I heard you say something. And so, so it was like, like a Zach Morris thing, but then somebody could hear her? Yeah, somebody could hear her okay. Zach Morris thing. Okay. Um, so I thought, well, yeah, so I thought like he was that. like psychic. Yeah, yeah or you, yeah, yeah. I kind of wondered that too. Um, but then, but he never, s- he never addresses it. No, that's what I kept he waiting just for. Kept saying like, yeah, hey, well, he's like, what? Right. <laughs> he's like, did you say something? She's like, no. He's like, oh, that's weird. He's like, he's like, hey. He's like, what? But it's kind of like a Stewie thing. Like you're like, <laughs> can they hear her thoughts? Maybe she's maybe maybe not. Maybe she's Stewie and he's Brian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. So the 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 other thing was like that was a Family Guy reference. In case anybody's <laughs> confused, <laughs> N- not our family members. Um, but then, but but there was the everything that I thought was contradicted. So. This whole this movie it contradicted like, itself because you're like oh the the mom and the dad but then they're like old and then they're young and then they're talking and the dad's talking like she's dead. Were I'm you second like, guessing yourself? There was a few scenes I was like, I think she looks older now. No, there's no second but guessing. Then, the mom, both of them were getting older and younger. Like they were no no no. But the first time because her first age shift wasn't super dramatic. I, I mean, it was dramatic, but also she, there was lighting, and I was like, "I feel like am she, I seeing things?" I'm like, "I think she just got older." I feel like she was like sixty or fifty when they first showed up, uh huh. And then she was like seven. Then she was like 70, 70 65, and then 70. in the next scene, she was like eighty. Oh yeah, years then she turned old. like old lady, and I was like, and then you know, she by was then in I the had bed, caught on. But then the dad was aging at different rates right. also right and then i was trying to figure out if they were aging and then i kept noticing um what's her face okay so her so the girl's character well they called her lucy yeah so she's introduced to us as lucy and but then, then she called herself in the beginning yeah of the so movie. her phone rings and it's lucy 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 and then i saw which later i figured out i'm pretty sure it said yvonne oh yeah because then yvonne yeah, called yvonne her called, but it was and a then, man's voice yeah it was and like, then and it, was, um, it was random it was like a random monologue i think it was probably a poem uh, it was probably yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those books right so then because remember she picked up that book and then okay the okay poem, guys we're getting said, on too many things so she okay what i was originally gonna say was lucy at dinner, all of a sudden I realized, where did her sweater go? Like, all of a sudden she was not wearing her sweater. And then, when they're in the other room, I'm like, well, she has makeup on now, and her hair's down, and now she's wearing pearls. What is happening? And then, so I just, the whole movie, I was so fixated on how they changed her appearance. Yeah. And so she had makeup on and pearls, and that's when she was a little more like... um like wifey acting uh-huh. towards him. And then she would walk out of the room and she'd have her sweater back on and she'd be normal again. And then, I don't know, it was weird. And so her appearance kept changing. And then by the time they left the house, she was in more of like a, um, she had her sweater, but her hair was done more kind of like hmm. 80s vibe. And she had like these, these white 
kind of 80s looking earrings on. Yeah. That maybe I'm just reading into that because I grew up in the 80s, but I was the I was like, okay, she left in some sort of 80s vibe because that is not how she showed up. I don't think she was wearing hoop earrings in the beginning. Uh, I don't remember. But that. anyway, that was but there's a lot more of like appearance wise that we can talk about later. Yeah, like the yeah, so everybody was yeah, change shifting time and different things. And then it gave you clues that the mom was dead. And the and the weird thing was the mom was sitting right there and he was talking to, the dad was talking to the to the dude's mom. And then uh then he he just shifts into your mother was a great woman and she kind of lost it towards the end and right i she, used to I love was, her how yeah and i was like she's that's right what i had there. loved about her right and i'm confused and then i think that's when they did make a joke at dinner about not being ghosts yeah yeah, yeah. Which I was that like, was okay, they're funny. definitely ghosts. <laughs> like, are you a cop? No, you're definitely you're a definitely cop. a cop. Are you a witch? I'm not a witch. <laughs> you, you're a witch. Um, yeah, and and isn't that when she? Oh yeah, she. That's when she got up to take the phone call. Then she turned around and everybody was gone. She looked out the window. Uh, yeah, okay. she went to look out the window at the snow, and then she turned on everybody. Maybe it was all the same. Yeah. Thing. No, because she took the phone call and she came back and she was like, "Oh, it's my girlfriend. Everything's fine." Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, even though it was another yeah, creepy it weird was voice. Like, I take the road less traveled. That's right. the only like poem. Right. Still, I rise. Okay, so I think those were poems, and then yeah, they definitely. So, happen. so she's a physicist, or she's in school studying physics. I don't physics, understand I what think. she was talking about because they were talking about multiple. Yeah, and it seemed like he was also studying physics, but then she's a painter and a poet, which we didn't know she was a painter until dinner, but in the car, he was like, he kept reciting these poems and like literature right. and stuff, which if we were more well-read, yeah, we <laughs> maybe would have this we totally would get this, nailed. Right, we would if get we this paid attention in school. all wrapped up, but we, I don't... Like, oh, just, this is just Chaucer. <laughs> The, the only literary Brown. name you know. Yeah, I just throw that around. I just say Chaucer right. and, uh, and Shakespeare. And no, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right. There we go. Or Ro my... Robert Frost. Isn't yeah. that a somebody? There you go. Okay. Noam Chomsky. <laughs> we just throw that around at dinner parties that right. we can't go to. Right. Zoom dinner parties. So, um, so anyway, so he asks her if she's written anything lately, and she's like, yes. And he says, well, you know, read it to me or recite it or whatever. And then she, I thought it was going to be like a short little poem. She talked for like, I don't know, 12 minutes. That was, and this that was, was definitely all... one of those, that was definitely one of those ones where I feel like they got that text. So if that is something that's already written, that's cool. But it would be, it, it would be great if somebody actually wrote that. It was one of the best, like saddest, like in a good way, things I've ever seen. Oh yeah, it was great. And But like she got that text and goes, I'm going to memorize this whole thing mm -hmm. and I'm just going to say it. And it was like, I'm if we read through this, it'll be interesting to be like, oh, yeah, she did that in one take. Right. Like she spent two weeks just locked in. Memorizing it. Memorizing it. That. Sorry. So it was, um, so she, she recites this whole poem and it's beautiful and it's sad and it's melancholy and whatever. And she's crying while she's saying it. Yada, yada. I did think how she just finished writing this and she's already memorized her whole long poem, but whatever. That's but, what I was thinking. I was like, I've never written a song. No. And they'd be like, I know exactly what I played on no. all the instruments. Like, I don't know. I was expecting her to like find a piece of paper and read it. But um, no, she just recited it. 
Which also, I mean, that's a clue, right? So then later she finds that book. She's in his childhood bedroom and she finds that book and she picks it up and realizes the poem she recited is in that book. Well, she wrote. She said she wrote that. Right. But it was in this book. So however we tie this together, I think that, I think that he maybe manifested like his references. As, as a child, like he, like she recited a thing from his book, from his childhood bedroom. Uh Then when she ventured down to the basement, we find out because she's a painter and she had showed the family her paintings. But then she goes down to the basement and we see all these paintings on the wall, these posters of paintings. And the artist was like Robert Woodlock or something. And those were the pictures she had shown as her own paintings. So these were not her original paintings. I think he was manifesting these like some sort of mind control. I don't know. Physics. He had a whole bunch of words that he said about time and movies and how it's all these constructs and blah, blah, blah. It's all in our brains and You've been talking about this, like how things are perceived. That was so, so weird when he said that. I know. When he was just like, oh, it's just a perception. It's He's just like, in your brain. Light is not. No, there is no such thing as color. It's just perception that's in your brain. And I literally put that about sound on Facebook last week. And I was like, maybe I'm in the movie. <laughs> so he had all these. Maybe I'm the chubby cheeked Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. So he had all those kind of monologues about things yeah. like that. And so I just, I wrote down, I said, oh, he's just telling us what we're watching. Like, he's just telling us, he's explaining in all these complicated philosophical book, whatever, poem ways. He's explaining to us what we're watching. I'm just right. a, a little, like, slower and don't quite understand. It's kind of like, but- like how I do all these Simpsons references and whatnot. And rap references. And you're like, what? But if you watch The Simpsons and you listen to rap, you would know everything that I'm talking right, about. Right, things would click. So we have no idea. We're not well read. Right. Because we watch Lifetime. Right. Um, and so we don't know all that stuff. Shout out to um, Married at First Sight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what we're watching this, right now. This was very much a Married at First we Sight s- situation. We skipped it's that like, segment. I don't know why I'm with him. And they're like, yeah, quit being exactly. so mean and just leave. Right. Um, so I that's what I think. I think he that was his so, he manifested that in so her. So in I, that, don't you think he might have manifested this whole thing? Yeah. Like this is just him trying to relive because he said time thing. isn't even real. Time is what we perceive it. And so yeah, I think because he grew up he was a child in what, like the fifties, I'm guessing, yeah, based like, on his, his room. Childhood room. And then And then his mom was picking up metal toys. Right. And then when he talked about being at the school, all the kids were dressed like 80s kids. So I think he worked at the school in his 30s. So I think he just, in his brain, he's controlling time. Like right. for his own perception or whatever. So, yeah, so that's, oh, okay. So that's where I, that, so that's kind of the, the result I got to, kind of in a way. Um, so l- let, me just, let me just say a couple of things I just wrote okay. while we were going through this. Um, I feel like we're jumping around. So we're we're talking about it like we watched it. We're like ta- we're talking about this movie as if Primer was doing a review <laughs> to the movie, right? So I said her inner her inner monologue needs medication. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, she she says she feels like they know each other so well, but she wants to end it, which is weird. Which might play into what we're talking about 
which is why she doesn't know why she stays with this guy, but she feels so close to him because she is a manifestation of him, and she can't leave because he is manifesting her. Right. And the baby it's cold outside thing right. falls all back into that. Um, so, um, oh yeah, is that her poem is the weight of lead and Black Sabbath put together. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take you back to my home um, in the dark to, to in a, show, a snowstorm. <laughs> um and show you like what it used to be like to live here which was which is all death it's like hey yeah uh there's these frozen sheep (laughs) right the frozen sheep the dead if you knew if you knew all these horrible things were happening or you know these things were living in squalor why would you be like hey i want to show you i want to show you these dead sheep and these pigs that I think even during the dinner scene I said out loud why did he bring her here right what is this because at that point I hadn't really put anything together and I just thought why is he so weird with his mom why did he want to come home if he's so weird right so yeah and that was definitely weird anytime his mom tried to touch him he he moved away um oh yeah that's what I put let let me show you around my farm of death um (laughs) There were some alive lambs. Yeah, yeah, they definitely were, but they or definitely, like she said, they looked really sad just in the dark yeah. in the barn. But the, I guess the the other side is freezing to death. So, um, I feel like Tony Collette was channeling, um, I forget, uh, Lady Dynamite. What's her name? I do not remember. Blonde. Uh, no. Yeah, she's I, blonde. Oh, okay. Um, but I think I was thinking of someone else. Lady Dynamite. Let's see. Lady. Hey, Siri. Who is Lady Dynamite? Not Lady Diana. Let's just ask Siri. No, don't talk to her. <laughs> she's not real. She's a construct. <laughs> yeah, she's a construct. She's huh? a construct inside my phone that helps answer questions. We would have known by now. No, she would have done something wrong. She would have probably started reciting some of the poems. Maria Bamford. Yes. I her. feel like Maria Bamford, not, no diss to Tony Clapp, but I feel like Maria Bamford would have just been Maria Bamford and it would have worked. Mm, like all her crazy stuff. Maybe. If she just toned, no, she couldn't have been as, you know, right. boisterous. But Tony Collette has all the nuances. I guess. Um, but um, yeah, it's like immediately when I saw that dog, I was like, I was thinking, <laughs> what's happening to this dog? Is this a matrix situation? Right. Like, is she in a simulation or what's going on? Because, you know, there's not that much water in the world that would take that long to get off of you. But then we saw the ashes in the boys' room. And it's like, oh, that, that that dog's been dead like 55 years or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who has a fancy urn like that for their dog? I don't know. I, I buried my goldfish in they a were matchbox. They farm folk. They weren't rich like that. Maybe they had a box or urn type thing that they use that's true um oh yeah i was thinking the mom had the, the laugh like the joker the 2019 joker like she just kind of like laughed random... to pain oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i was just like oh it had that horror movie feel like you thought yeah. it was gonna be a horror movie and it was not at all and you know what and also we went into this and you know this is one of the things i don't like to do i like to know what i'm walking into so the whole beginning, I couldn't, I didn't remember watching the um, 
preview. I couldn't remember it. And so I didn't know what type of movie we were watching. <laughs> if this was going to be like a cutesy indie like, play. Wait, am I supposed to be scared? Right. Or a scary movie or what it was was like confusing. But yeah, so the whole time I was trying to figure out, is this about to get with the mom? I was like, is she going to try and murder them? <laughs> oh, she could have tried and murder them. <laughs> Um, is she a murdery ghost <laughs> i guess that's what a lot of ghosts are yeah. in movies um oh so when i started I, you know because i kept showing the janitor and i was like he's the janitor yeah and then i was like but then i was like wait maybe it's the janitor <laughs> and then i was like wait he's the janitor and i'm like <laughs> yeah yes like shaking my head no like yeah i don't know yeah i was back and forth the whole time um we could probably come back to that uh oh yeah her voice kept changing the the lead actress depending on what they were talking about yeah like when she started critiquing art she became like um uh, like oh i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) when they were talking about that old movie yeah she turned it was like she turned into an old yeah what era is that like 40s 40s starlet yeah and then she even all of a sudden had a cigarette she was like smoking oh yeah she was the cigarette all of a sudden so i would yeah i actually at that point was when i noticed that the aspect ratio or whatever was in the four square yeah four, four by three. three four three um ratio. all of a sudden i thought Oh, did they just now do that because they're talking about an old movie? <laughs> and then you told me it had been like that the whole time. It's like, he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> I didn't notice. Oh, so then I thought, um, is this like a metaphor for their relationship? Like what somehow their parents were a version of what their life would be together or something like this was her point of view of like what would happen and you would buy a farm and like i kept waiting for it to round out like that was them old right but i don't think so yeah it didn't um and then yeah i was like well maybe he's he's the janitor and he kidnapped her and this is like her fever dream while she's locked up inside of that house or something. Because remember, they were like, don't go in the basement. And I was like, oh, maybe oh, she's in the basement. Maybe she was trying to get, oh. But then she was. She went in the basement and nothing really happened except for, well. Well, we could, did see the could, potentially the janitor clothes in the We washer. saw the clothes so that could give herself a clue that she's been kidnapped by the janitor. So, yeah, maybe. But also the dancers, which I want to talk about later. But the um that choreography scene yeah. at the end. But I thought that um, because the janitor murdered the, took her. The boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Maybe really this is about the janitor. Yeah. So it's like maybe he, he is her. the janitor or maybe he's not the janitor. Maybe and he's the not janitor the janitor and the janitor stole her. her away. And that's why he's, oh, I bet that's what it is because that's why he's so fixated. He lost her. Uh-huh. He died. He's a He's a ghost. He's a ghost. He's he's uh We solved it. He's uh Bruce Willis. I did think if we could just crack the choreography, that dance yeah, I number think the choreography's... that was telling us what happened. Um yeah, so I think that's possibly what happened. They were together, 
she was kidnapped. He looks back on all that he's lost throughout his life, and the janitor uh, took. The and girl. just wished he could stay. Remember, he was talking about being how being young was king, and um, it was better yeah. to be young. And that's all he wanted was to go back when he was young, and he was with her. Um, Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the malt shop thing was super confusing. I thought so. So who then, was the girl? Did you recognize her? No, I don't know what was going on in the malt okay. shop at all. Okay. I just know as soon as she said it smells weird, I was like, that means death. I don't care what anybody tells you in a movie. Oh yeah, it smells weird. It's death. Okay, and I thought that they were eating like death. So I, that's when I started thinking, huh. oh, now he's literally death. He's taking her. It's like a get out of death. You hmm. go to that house and you can't leave because that's where you die. And especially since I thought this was a suicide movie um, or her dying, but mainly I thought it was a suicide movie. This was her going, passing on to the other side. So he was taking her to his parents' home, quote unquote, which is death, which is the afterlife. And then she was like, oh, I want to go back. So she's like fighting. But ultimately, he was never going to let her actually go back right. to get back to work. Because he keeps telling her, she says, take me home. And he says, where, to the farm? And she's like, no, yeah. to my house. It's like, where's the keys? Right. Come on. Where are the keys? And then at some point, she was, <laughs> yeah, give me the keys. Yeah. Um, at one point, she was like, um, I grew up on a farm. But then she yeah. talked about living in an apartment. Yes. And I was, there was like, a couple of things like that. Huh? So How her brain met. was all Same thing. bananas. Yeah, because she told a cute little story, but then in her heart, she didn't want to talk to him. Right. He was and, the one coming to, to right. her. And so, yeah, there was just like major discrepancy. Get your stories together, ghost. Uh, yeah. Come on, ghost. Get your stories <laughs> together. Um, oh, yeah. And then, and then at the end, it was the episode with the pig people. Uh, the Twilight Zone episode with the pig people. He was winning, I guess, a Nobel Prize. Oh, yeah. And there's all these people in this weird, like, old people. Like, the old people. Well, how you feel yeah. about Miguel's makeup in This Is Us. <laughs> this is, it was like terrible. that kind of like. Miguel and Rebecca. Um, it was like, um, it was like what's her name? Braverman when she got cancer and was bald. <laughs> her bald But cap. her head was like six yeah. inches high. Um, but it was like purposefully bad. And he's talking to these people and they're just kind of like mindlessly clapping. And well, then at a Nobel Peace or a Nobel Prize speech, he then does a singing monologue with a a uh, um a mock up a of his like his yeah, room mock up of his room. So right, was like, oh. uh, you know what that image made me think of when he, they showed us the audience, and I and then I was like, well, they all look really weird, and then I zoomed in and I saw, oh, they have stage makeup on. They all, they were all done up to play. They were done up like they were old people in a stage play. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Um, but the shot made me think of the, um, like at, when we go to the movies, well, when we used to go to the movies in Burbank and the wall had the picture of the audiences uh -huh. and the black and white. That's what it made me think of is like those black and white pictures of old, old audiences from back in the day. You that mean old all. people audiences or old audiences? Old audiences. Gotcha. Yeah, just from way back. They didn't need yeah. to have the old makeup on, but the shot just made me think of the old right. theater, which I guess would be his reference. Like he was old, but anyway. Yeah, and so it was kind of like, random. Was he winning a prize for his journey through what we just watched? 
Is, you know, I'm like, what? Well, he said that it was love. The discovery he made was love, and that was the meaning for everything. And she was studying age and aging, and I don't know. He just seemed yeah, very focused this woman. on yeah. not getting old. Right. or And, like, his life having meaning because of her. So I think he just broke. I think he lost her and his brain broke. <gasps> Is this also an analogy for America and our quest for youth? Oh, probably. I don't know. So, are those all your your those notes? Those are all my. Those are those are my. Okay. My, my if you, I wish you guys. Confusion. I wish you guys could see my notes because I do notes by hand, and they're just scribbles of little random phrases all they're over. Just, they're, they're they like, look psychotic. You just drew pictures of the Babadook everywhere. The what? The Babadook. Babadook? Look him up. I know this word, but I don't know what it looks like. Well, you need to watch the movie. Brain. It's good. There's a movie called Babadook? Ooh, we got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plan in October like no other. Is that a scary movie? Yeah. We're going to watch oh, some scary okay. movies. So maybe he looks October. like a ghost or a skull. I can't tell you. Does he wear a top hat? He does. Oh, okay. I, I know the top hat. I can't picture the rest of him. You're like, does he have a guy named Watson that works with him? I'm like, no, that is not the Babadook. <laughs> Well, the Babadook, you can't be that scary if you're in a top hat. Eh, I don't know. We'll see the movie. Okay, well, um, so the music, I realized at the very beginning, the music sounded like that house looked. Like, that's what that house would sound like. It uh, was like this old kind of classic um, old movie soundtrack kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like high-pitched things and strings and you could probably (laughs) i'm sure if you went back you would notice it no i kind of remember because i remember thinking i was thinking how many strings do they have there okay i i wrote down is he mind reading Mm -hmm. so i don't think we figured that out i think that we just realized maybe she's his mind okay anyway (laughs) um your mind okay did you notice this when she was doing her long poem in the car and she was looking out the window most of the time. And uh-huh. She was crying. And then she said um, the phrase um, like x-ray vision. And when she said x-ray vision, she looked straight into camera. So oh, then yeah, the next that. few lines, she was speaking directly to the audience. Well, she wasn't looking. It was like she, like they told her to look at the bottom piece of the it felt straight to camera. It didn't look like she was looking straight in. It looked like she was looking at the bottom she of the She was looking hood. through us. With her X-ray vision. No, I don't feel like she was looking at the camera. I feel like... No, I I agree with you to some degree. So it's like, you know, there's the camera lens. And then there's on the professional cameras, there's that hood. Yeah. I felt like she was looking at the bottom of that hood, which is very close. Kind of like when you're on the iPhone and you're you're kind of looking... Not completely at yourself, but not also not at the lens. It's just kind of like... Maybe if we were sitting lower, it would have (laughs) been... We can agree to disagree. It's fine. Maybe because you're taller than me. I felt it was direct into my eyeballs. Okay. Anyway, that's how some people feel like the picture's looking at them. Some people are like, I don't know. That's how I perceived it. Okay. And then another thing she said, which I need to look up because it's probably a quote. I think it was actually a quote, and I I didn't write it down right. I didn't write it down right, so I can't like quote quote it, but Uh I got most of it. Um when she said humans cannot live in the present, so they invented hope. And I was like, ooh, marinate on that. Yeah. 
Because that's a thought. She was talking about how animals live right. in the present, but humans cannot because they can't live in the present, so they invented hope. Yeah, something like, like that. Like you can't accept your like when people are like, I you know, ignore COVID, everything will be fine right. in the future. Eventually, yes, but right now we have COVID. Yeah, or like when people say like, yeah, when you get better, we're gonna do this, this, and this, and like they have cancer now. Like let's deal with this. Let's not act like right they don't. Things need to be addressed, at least acknowledged. Yeah. Um, and then I thought this is the kind of movie that makes you notice every little thing. Like you start questioning every little thing right. to see if it is has significance. So like the railing on the stairs or like <laughs> the wallpaper, they were very focused on the wallpaper. So I kept wondering if the yeah, wallpaper was, was going to mean something. Um, and the basement was a confusing thing because he was like, you know, when you're a kid and like what's in the what's in the right, basement. Right, the basement's scary. And he goes, he what did he say? He's not he said something. She was they were joking and he goes, um, oh yeah, he's he's trapped down there or something. He's locked right, in the right. basement. And then she's like, who's, who's he? locked in the and basement? Like, what? <laughs> Maybe the janitor was locked in the basement. Maybe he kidnapped the janitor. Maybe <laughs> she kidnapped No, he kidnapped the janitor kidnapped her and he kidnapped him. But she was kidnapped in a different location, so he doesn't know. Right. Never Where? let him take you to the second location. That's right. That's what Oprah taught me. Exactly. Um, I really it. Oprah taught me. I really thought at some point the diner scene, like the oh, the, fake, the movie fake movie that the janitor was watching, the, by um, by Robert by Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis, starring the lady f- who who got moved up on the boys season two. She's yeah, like VP now or something. Yeah, I really thought that was going to come into play more somewhere. Like they were going to go to that diner yeah. somehow or like, but also in the car ride, she became that oh, actress yeah, yeah, yeah. at some she point. Did. It was a split second and it was quick. Um, it, Well, it wasn't a split second. It was like a one line of dialogue as the um the actress from that movie. And then she switched back. So I wish I paid attention to what that dialogue was because I feel like that was the key for I that wonder- scene. I wonder also if this could be about faking who you are to try to seem like you're something hmm. because she quoted a uh, she she quoted something that she said she wrote that was already a book and then you said there was art that was already art Oh also and this whole movie talking. is based on a book Uh-oh So based on a movie based <laughs> off of a book that was based right. on a movie right. that's a toy Right So but yeah, it's just kind of like maybe maybe he is just the janitor and he thought he was going to be a physicist and he thought, yeah. you know, or he or she, I don't know if she's real or not or whatever, but maybe it's like all these manifestations of who you think you're going to be. But really all he was was a janitor who had ailing parents and he had to take care of them and feed them um, green pea soup. <laughs> yeah, that was a that- fancy dinner. Also, yeah, when and, they showed up and, and he was like, my mom's been sick. She probably didn't cook. And that was like a full on Thanksgiving feast. Oh, yeah. Because he kept telling me, you sure you don't want to stop? Like, it, right. That. I that think immediately. Was- I, no, it would have been over at that moment because we show up. The mom's waving out the window. We go see a bunch of dead animals. We come inside. He's yelling. Saying hello, 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 hello. Right. No one answers. Right. I'd be like, well, either they 
that was a cardboard cutout or psycho type situation or no one lives here. And then they finally come down and they're um, Lemony Snickets or whatever. The, the dad looks all sorts of weird. They oh, look right. strange. And then they're just acting really weird. And then all of a sudden, the other room that had no food in it has Thanksgiving in there. I'm like, wait a minute. Is David Copperfield in here? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Satan, or what? Oh. you got to explain what's going on. So you said psycho. That reminded me of another theory I had at some point during the movie. I thought maybe these... Maybe everybody's a real person and he's psycho or whatever. And because remember when the mom was like, he's very bossy. He likes things just so you have to do it his way. Uh-huh. So I thought, and then at, when she was saying that she was dressed up in like the fifties, like right. she was like fifties mom. So I thought 50s maybe this is all really going on. Yeah. Maybe. This is all happening, and but he, I'm in love with Fifties Mom. That's the same lady, Fifties Mom and Fifties Mom. That's how 50s? the song goes. No, it's Stacy's mom. I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom has got it going on. I know the song. Something, something, something. Copyright issues. <laughs> yeah, we're never. We can our, never get on serious. Yeah. Back catalog has been flagged. So. Sorry. Oh, okay. So then I was thinking maybe he makes them do this. Like makes them dress up in different aged makeup and different clothes and pretend to die and all that stuff. Maybe. But how would they do that that fast without actually being on stage and having a bunch of people in all black helping them get Maybe of- he's made them do this for so long they've got it down. <laughs> <laughs> Like, every 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 like three years when he brings a girlfriend home right i don't know okay so all right continuing on with my random thoughts um okay there's a diner oh i wrote down several things about randomly i was like wait wasn't she wearing a yellow hat earlier and then did she take off her sweater where did those <laughs> pearls come from <laughs> you were and all then, about the clothes yeah i was questioning the dog and um <laughs> is and he then, really a dog and then um it's the cat from um from captain marvel well what i had already said was he's explaining the movie to us as we're watching the movie i, I really think that's what was happening i think he was explaining the movie to us when he was quoting and talking about all these philosoph- philosophical things and like talking about movies and uh-huh. the books if we just broke those down i'm sure we could could crack this um, but I'm dumb. That and the choreography. If we could break down that choreography piece. Where's your friend Twitch? Yeah, I need. I need. No, I need. Or Aaron. Um, Travis Wall. I need Travis Wall to break this down. Maybe I, I choreograph that. Um. Okay, so those were all my random thoughts that I scribbled down. Some of them we already talked about. No, wait, we didn't talk about the clothes yet. Okay. So, what do you think the colors meant? So, at the beginning, she is wearing a, um, she has bright yellow gloves on. Yeah. Um, her jacket is orange, I think. Yeah. And her hat is red. Yeah. She and then she had a like, scarf on. Wait, I can't remember what color her jacket was. She definitely looks was like she was about to throw her hat in the air and then it was going to freeze. Right. And then she had, a, she had a different color scarf on. Freeze By frame, the end freeze. of it... By the time they leave the house, she no longer has a hat or gloves. 
She does still have a scarf and a jacket, but everything is blue now. And the um the like melancholy jacket has a hood on it. So that's how she leaves. I don't know what happened to her other jacket or her hat. Did she pick up these things in the house or was it magic? Everything just magic changed. magic. But the colors, I feel like the colors are a thing because I think that more than just her changed, but I was really only watching her. She was the only one I noticed. But I couldn't tell if he, I feel like his outfit changed too, but now I'm not 100%. Yeah, I can't remember. I wonder if the walls changed now. I think about it because you kept showing the, wall the wallpaper, paper? and in the beginning it shows the house. So I'm like, I wonder if the house aged and we didn't notice. Maybe. I don't know. Can I um before we take our research break? Can I tell you research break? <laughs> this is gonna be such a long episode. No, we're, um, we're doing all right. Okay. I think. Um, can I tell you the few little um. Did you know facts that I that I dug up? Shouldn't we do that in the thing? No, because that'll be after we read everything. That'll we're gonna okay, talk about okay, the actual movie. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay so okay. um, there's not very much on Wikipedia about this movie. Yeah, but so I didn't actually discover that much, which I'm sure I will figure out a lot more after Bef- we. Before you read say stuff. that, it was very funny because I saw the preview for this, and I was like, oh, okay, this sounds like my kind of movie. Um, I'm always into movies like this, like that movie we watched where that kid was stealing cars and his sister was a prostitute. They were like 14, something. It was in New York. They were doing like, oh, they were doing, the kid was doing chop shop stuff and they lived in a chop shop and then it ended and they got tickets to like a Yankee game and we were just kind of like, well, that was interesting. We like a good weird indie movie. (laughs) Yeah. That was that really didn't go anywhere, but it was interesting thing right. to see how people so live. We are used to the movies just ending. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But um okay, so well on that note, um the director, uh what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Charlie Kaufman. Face. Yeah. Charlie Kaufman. Uh-huh. So I thought, okay, I need to know who directed this movie. This yeah. is gonna tell me a lot. So, if you don't know, which I didn't, Charlie Kaufman um, is known for... You know his work. I know I know it now that I'm looking at it, but it's Schenectady, New York. That was a... Eternal... We need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, we do, because I fell asleep. I, you fell asleep? I think so, or I was just super confused. That was the beginning of my mind expanding. Wait, no, I fell asleep during um, Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, okay. I don't know why I just put those two together. Yeah, <laughs> like Will Ferrell and Charlie right. Kaufman. I but, would actually see that. But. Okay, but he did um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, uh-huh. being John Malkovich, yep. and probably a whole bunch of other weird movies. So adaptation. Okay, and so I totally get it now. Um, so, <laughs> but here's the few things I learned. Brie Larson was originally cast as Lucy. Hmm. I can see that. Can you? Was this after the room? This was, they did casting in 2018. Yeah, it's after the room. Yeah. So yeah. maybe she didn't do it because of the whole Marvel. All her yeah, she's probably Marvel movie. out. But, um, but this I is kind of room I, I don't mm, I don't, I don't see her as see the her, philosophy type. I don't see her in this movie. So like, I'm glad they didn't go that route. I don't know why they didn't go that route. Probably because she needed to go be Captain America or whatever her name is. Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain America. <laughs> Numerical. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, she was originally cast, and then they went with um. There's two Jessies in this movie: Jesse Plemons and Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley, if y'all remember, we talked about her in Wild Rose, um, which I really love her now. Check out that podcast yeah, episode. Check out that episode. Ad placement. So, um, so anyway, speaking about Lucy, when I was looking at the cast on IMDb. Uh-huh. It says Jake, which was Jesse Plemons, but he's the only one that gets a name. Everybody else is, even though they call her seven different names in the movie, Lucy, Louise, Yvonne, like they call her different names, but she is only, she, her character name just says young woman. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Like she didn't, they didn't even put like Lucy slash Louise. Wait, so all those names were hers. Louisa. So that means she was calling herself the whole time. I guess so. Yeah. So maybe she was trying to tell herself to get out of there. Maybe. Because that girl at the the ice cream shop was like, I'm worried for you. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Dude. I don't know. That would have been like almost a Fargo situation, just running out into the snow. Like, why are you worried for me? And you've never seen me before. And then he goes, oh, these girls don't like me. And I'm like, yeah, why are like, they what? not like you? What's maybe they were on? from his high school. I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't know. So, okay. Here's my last, my last fact or thing I found out. Uh-huh. That um, the four main cast, um, Jake, young woman, mother and father, right? That's Jesse Plemons, Jesse Buckley, Tony Collette, and David Thewlis. Don't know how to say his name. Anyway, three of the four have been on the show Fargo, but at all different times. Interesting. Tony Collette has not been on Fargo. Probably agent stuff. I thought that was interesting, an interesting tie-in, but they yeah. were never... I don't think their years overlap. Maybe yeah. somewhere in there, but it looked like they were all different years. So I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like that's agent stuff. Like the agent gets some jobs on Fargo, and but then is it gets snow? Jobs. It snows in Fargo, and then the house, and it snowed uh, in the car, uh, and uh, the, I don't know, y'all. And Steve Buscemi. I've never a even man, seen Fargo. He's a man. Yeah, I don't even know what this show is. You 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 haven't? Oh, you've seen the movie though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But these are all the the show TV yeah. show. Oh, yeah, Chris Rock's going to be in the newest Jim Hurt, season. I heard it's good. Yeah. Is it I kind of I started some of the first one. Yeah. Is, is it? Oh, okay. I started some of the first one because I had Billy Bob Thornton and then... Did Kirsten Dunst do an, a season? Because I think I wanted to watch it because I don't know. I that, saw her. That, that chick we like, Um, she did it. I can't remember what her name is, but uh, she did it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. So that's all I got really so far. So I guess let's go do our research, and come back. Break. Break. That's like the dream sequence. <laughs> I guess. I'm leaving that in now. And we're back. Yes. We were right and wrong. We got so... And right round. We right got... Round. A little bit right and a lot of bit wrong. It's like when you go to Genghis Grill or some other um, Mongolian style grill place and what? you just put all the sauces in there. That's kind of like <laughs> what we do. We're like spicy Asian, whatever We guessed that is. all the Soy theories, sauce? so we were bound to get Polynesian. something right. Yes. Right. We kind of were, yeah, it was... It was literally like a, a word, not a word jumble, but kind of when you're in a me- a business meeting and you're like, okay... You need to come up with a new product. And you're like, ah, socks that have hats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A baby seat that's uh, also a car. You know, and you're just throwing stuff out. And they're all plausible, but there's... So it was a little bit 
like expected and then a little bit not. I I think the big reason why we failed, for me at least, I've never seen Oklahoma. All I know is Oklahoma something. I don't even know the rest of the words. And I don't even know if that's from the play or if that's something else. Yeah, in in high school band, we played the music from the movie, I guess, Oklahoma. We did? Yeah. That wasn't from Oklahoma. That was like... No, that was like the Cowboys. Oh, that was the Cowboys. Same thing. Oklahoma, the Cowboys. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so there was Oklahoma. Also, we didn't read any. I don't even think the 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 poems really didn't matter. It was really Oklahoma, and there was another telling thing. Well, he, he quoted like some book, some um, it was a book, but it was about movies. It was a. Uh, a critics or not a critics, but like a reviewer. Yeah, but that wasn't lady? like a, I was saying things that kind of told what was really happening and what the movie oh, was really I see. about. That's I mean. well, okay. So I did get that part right when he when they were in the car and he was breaking down, um, like the old movie, and then they were talking about how movies affect you and blah blah blah. And I was thinking, I think he's breaking down the movie for us right now, but I'm yeah. not able to understand it at the moment. But at least I got that part right. So here's what we learned, people. What did we learn, people? We learned that. Okay, so you know how we said like she was a um, not a figment, but like a manifestation from his brain. Mm -hmm. So we got that part right. We said a whole bunch of other things. We also thought she was, but and we're they like were. Detectives. But there's a bunch. There's a body on the floor, yeah. and we're trying to we just suss threw out, out what's going on. All the stuff. What do they say? Throw it at the wall and see what sticks. See what sticks. Yeah. So we just threw everything we had at the a wall. Bunch of spaghetti noodles. Okay, so we did get that right. Oh, and we're basing this on. Well, I read a little bit of an article, and we just watched a explainer video. A 38 minute explainer yeah. video. This guy. This guy explained it to us. He was a little bit snarky. I think he he said He's, the movie he said the movie was pretentious, but I think he was a bit pretentious. You know as what the well. funny thing is is as the movie is breaking the fourth wall and talking about how media floods your brain with ideas that aren't your own, and you end up just regurgitating crap. <laughs> he was sitting in front of a seven by. 12 hundreds of DVDs, DVD thing. So yeah. he's watched right. Hundreds of thousands right. of hours of TV and movies that have colored his brain. And he also just sat there and regurgitated a movie. Right. And broke it down. Hey, he just regurgitated a movie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. But um, no, but no, no hate to, to no. that dude. It's just it's it's I think it's just funny. Bec- and I think he probably knows that is just how this movie is dissecting movies and dissecting human thinking and all that type of stuff. As you, it's kind of like when, like the Apple premiere just happened, right? So Apple came out with their own one hour or two hour video, right? Then Brian Tong and uh, Telosiv and all these people come and then they do a video. And then somebody else right, possibly okay. so does he a video gave... off of the Apple or off of right. the videos of the video. So he probably made this video based on articles that have already broken down the movie and explained it exactly as he that. said it. And then he gave his own bad apples. I'm not even necessarily saying that. I'm just saying like... the No, I'm saying that's what he did. <laughs> that's well, my guess. That's your guess. But the thing is, is this guy probably goes off of his own knowledge, off of 
the knowledge he gained That's from true. films that and could movies. Be, yeah. I don't think he's he has watched quote unquote movies, ripping off other people. I'm just saying the 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 inside base like I said, the turducken of the okay. turducken is very funny to me because as we're we are regurg- we are regurgitating what he said right. about a movie that's okay. about regurgitating other okay. people's regurgitations. Well, we have enough to talk <laughs> about with the movie itself. <laughs> that's gross. Before we break down gross. this guy's <laughs> stop. <laughs> Cutting all of this out. Owl pellets. So, this guy explained to us which okay, we thought Jake was the janitor. Janitor is Jake. Janitor Jake. Right. We were kind of mixing them all up like they all exist in the same universe for some reason, but there's really only Jake. So, whoa. <laughs> what was made clear was that it was just Jake. Everybody else was in his brain. Everybody else. What's her name? Lucy, there, Louisa, there is Amy. No Lucy. Only Jake. <laughs> only Jake. <laughs> See, regurgitating. He did have a mom and dad, but the mom and dad we were watching were not his mom and dad. So, well, well, we don't know what his mom and dad, who his mom and dad were. No, but we were watching. So this is why I say that because what we were watching was Jake's idealized memories. Yeah. So old janitor Jake is dying, and he's remembering his life. Right. Or he's having these like memories throughout the day or whatever. Throughout the night, he's cleaning janitors. So the when we see the janitor cleaning, that's like present day real life Jake. Right. Everything else is Brain Jake. Brain Jake. Yeah. His idealized memories. Right. So I guess all the breadcrumbs he was dropping along the way, so that we would know that is when he talked about that song, I think it was. It was Lucy. There's a song named Lucy. No, I thought it was the poem. Oh, okay. The poem. The poem that was about a girl. An idealized woman who died early or whatever. Yeah. So that was like kind of a breadcrumb of like, this Lucy is not a real person. This is like his idealized version of a woman he wishes he was with. Wait a minute. When the other women were calling, did he switch names of her? Like when Yvonne called, did he start calling her Yvonne? Like he was triggering no, the but, names? Okay. No, this and this remember. guy didn't really explain that. Oh, I forgot to look up to the colors. Uh, Why the colors? Like he, this guy didn't talk about the changing clothes. But if it is in someone's brain, like he just, he jumps. Like right. we don't dream linearly, really. Right. So it makes sense that. Right. He's taking an outfit from one random girl he right. saw one time. Right. With the mind that he's making or with the face of another girl that he right. saw, you know. So he's just placing them in these right. situations and outfits and colors that he's feeling at the moment. Like at the beginning, he was so happy to be off on his journey to go to his parents' house with his new girlfriend. So she was in like bright, sunny colors. Right. And then by the time he dies, she's in dark blue. Well, I think that kind of goes back to the hope thing. Like in this process, he was hoping to gain something out of this or to, to make himself feel better. But then it comes to the realization that it's not going to happen because uh, he's dying. <laughs> right. So, Which is why he got so upset in the car, I think, was when he started yelling about how, um, what was he? He was so mad about people saying like, um, oh, no, no, no. Okay, remember the car? He started being like, when people say everything's going to be okay, God doesn't give you anything more than you can right, handle. Right, right. 
yeah, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of things. He kept saying all these things. And I don't know if you noticed, but Lucy or whoever, the young woman was in the passenger and she kept, she yelled like, stop it, stop it. Like, and then she would kind of like make fun of him and do like raspberries and make noises and like boo what he was saying. Uh So I think that was him. Like his, his like, I'm dying. Like, yeah, where's the hope? Like I have, like, it's all at the end now. It's done. Which... This person pointed it because we thought like, oh, this was a suicide theme or whatever. Yeah. Like we thought it was her, her wanting, wanting to commit suicide. Right. Yeah. And then really it was him. So the funny thing is, is that I, the guy didn't say this in the video, but as he was talking, I was thinking, you know, maybe this is play, this whole thing plays out over the one day. Cause in the beginning we see him, he's there and the kids are there. And they're practicing Oklahoma, which I didn't know because I don't know Oklahoma. <laughs> right. And then he's there throughout the night. And one of the things they they pointed out is um, they're having dinner. And then after she explains how they met, which is all the explanations are explanations of women that he's met that he probably had no real relationship with. He just met and tried to hit on them or whatever. Right. And it didn't, nothing happened. Um but once that's, she tells that story at the dinner table, everybody disappears and she's just sitting there. And the next scene is him watching that Robert Zemeckis movie. And he didn't say this, but when he was explaining, just saying, you know, talking about this manifestation thing, I was like, oh, that's him being, you know, in a way uncreative. It's like the thoughts like that his he has brain in his head off. just turned off because he's watching a movie. Right. The imagination. And, right. Your imagination the dies. Um, your own thoughts die. So... Her, she, her, his character was just kind of like sitting there, kind of like if you have to go to the bathroom, you don't pause the video game. And then Mario's just kind of like, you know, wiggling his shoulders or something like that, <laughs> you know? So I thought that was kind of interesting. And so, well, that goes into the overarching theme of what the other piece of it was, is his um, kind of obsession with film and media and how that right. took over his everything. And he wasn't producing any original thoughts. Because we were saying we we figured he was quoting things throughout right. the movie, um, and I just didn't really piece that part together. Where it, it sounds like super smartsy, right. but really you're just regurgitating other people's thoughts, and rather than having your own. And that makes me too think of two things. Like, so you know, like you've said this before, and other people were saying, like, how does he know all this stuff? And he's so smart. And I was like, I literally just watched the History Channel in the '90s when it was actually the History mm-hmm, Channel. Right. Like, I. I you know, obviously history, I don't know how you could be smart. and Like math, sure, that's kind of regurgitation of stuff, but you need to be pretty good at math and science. Right. Knowing history is just pretty much like... So you think maybe knowing, he wasn't actually smart? No, no, no. I'm just saying like that idea, I think kind of like when he was making fun of Kaufman and all that, I think also this movie is kind of making fun of this dumb idea, like I was saying before we break, about this dinner party world that we live in. Oh, right. Like, to oh, have your little you talking You know a bunch of like, talking points. And so you're a genius. It's like anybody can read a Samsung soundbar manual. It's if sound. you can go further and expand and like have conversation. Yeah. And connect. Like if you can watch a bunch of movies and connect uh, themes and themes from books and from reality. And you could put together thought processes that are a mix of your own or other people's, that's when I think I'm like, wow, this person's able to pull history, science, um, 
current events and be able to make a statement that is relevant in this time and isn't just like, oh, Pretty in Pink was filmed in 1986. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, that's not really knowledge. That's just a computer. So, so on that theme, also, it's more than just that he's just reciting what other people have said. His love, which loving movies is fine. Obviously, we have a podcast about we love watching movies. Right. Um, But it's kind of the thing where they say, like, well, we were talking about this the other day, like how many um, marriages and relationships have movies ruined right. because people get that idealized thing. Wait, did you say that backwards? How many marriages have been ruined by movies? Right. <laughs> You're like, so many marriages have ruined life. How has many ruined relationships art. have been ruined by movies? Yeah. So, like, women, maybe have the idealized like they want the prince charming and they want the you know the kind of disney right boyfriend right um and then maybe men want the hot chick that drinks beer and plays football or whatever you know like these and never gains weight she right drinks never all gains the be- weight she drinks all the beer and all right. the peanuts and eats all the hot dogs because that's hot too the philly cheesesteak like, she eats tons of philly cheesesteaks right like she's still 120 right, right so there's all these like you know, and we wouldn't watch these movies if they were always reflected reality, right. right? That's the whole point of a movie is the yeah. fantasy, but where people don't explain stuff and then just stop calling you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, well, um weird. but this guy, this character seemed to actually I'm thinking he applied it to his life and ended up alone at right. the end. And so he's thinking back on the idealized life he wished he'd had plucked right. out of a movie but just it obviously it didn't come to fruition i think that's i think the bigger thing to take out of this you know i think about you know me i'm always an existentialist uh is like what kind of like i think they were saying this is just kind of looking at your life and knowing that it's not going to be a movie like I was thinking about this today about how ever since I was 15, like I wanted to be like in a rock band and I wanted to tour the world and all this stuff. And that hasn't happened. And I, maybe it will, maybe at age 55, I'll be like, you know, peppery gray. And somebody's like, Hey, we're going to do this tour. now that COVID's over. Um, and I'll get to live that thing. But it kind of sucks to live your life being like, I'm not a touring musician. So my life is just completely crap you know it um it kind of especially since even though this current time in my opinion sucks and may get worse (laughs) it's still probably better than many other times in history all of history (laughs) yeah where it where we can literally sit right now and choose to be hot to turn the fans off (laughs) and not be like it's just hot and we can't do anything about it and we right. have to go find wood. <laughs> like, right. You know, it's just, or water. Or water. I can literally, I have one, two, I have three places to drink water or if I want to relieve myself in. <laughs> <laughs> well, more than that, I guess, if you include the toilet. Well, but if you saying, lived outside, it would just be anywhere. Yeah, anyway. But I'm just saying, like, it, we have all of these luxuries and, you know, we're doing pretty well for ourselves generally but but people still compare themselves to movies right and we're sitting there like or other people right 
there's something like it doesn't matter if there weren't movies like people right. have always been comparing well, what was the thing what was the quote is it from did somebody say this on married at first sight um it was i, I can't remember this whole movie to married at first sight. no what was it it was um comparison comparison is the thief thief of joy something like that, that sounds like probably both and i Somebody was somebody was saying that because somebody, they're like we shouldn't be comparing our marriages. Right. Yeah. Compare yeah, it was something like comparison was a thief, thief of joy. Yeah. Um, but that's true. Like he he stole his own joy by comparing his life or expecting his life to match the play Oklahoma, which I don't know what I mean, maybe there's is there a love story in there? I don't know, but I'm guessing I think that's just kind of what was happening at the moment because the kids were d- doing oklahoma and he said they do it every year right well it seemed important to him because there was a song on the radio he had several references of oklahoma yeah it's true and i guess the fever dream could just be anything like you know like when you i watched a scary movie and then you weren't you weren't even watching the scary movie you were asleep and then all your dreams are about the scary movie it's not like you wanted that to happen yeah that's true but 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 you're saying with the other parts it does mean that oklahoma has some sort of bearing on his right um yeah the like I, about the buried at first sight i think i was thinking about that because a lot of these shows you know all these dating shows they're like i want a man to sweep me off my feet i want a woman like you said that has the 10 beer drinks the 10 beers and is still classy and um you know like that that that, that very rarely exists very oh yeah few. the woman who wants the man to pay all the bills right to work and pay all the bills right and like under what construct? Like what? Under a Reagan right. made up thing or a Leave It to Beaver nineteen fifties? Like right. under It's a relationship, y'all. Like yeah. it takes hey, that just doesn't if that's what you got, cool, I guess. Right. But yeah, not knocking if, it. if you set out and that's your singular vision, right. that's how you end up an alone old janitor yeah. killing yourself with hypothermia in your truck. And yeah, and it's like you have people say, Oh, the man should ask me out on a date. It's like Hey, when you're living with those eight cats and he's got four kids happy. You can have expectations. Yeah. And you can, you know, set boundaries and stuff, but you know, be a strong woman and Yeah, and I, I think go for it. That kind of just goes with your life. You know, I think obviously when he turned his they were he was talking about how he turned his back to the girls at the the Shake Shack or whatever. Um <laughs> the Tol- what was it called? Tulsi Town. Toblerones. Tulsi Town. That was a Fever yeah. dream ad for the ice cream place. So I think when he turned his back on the the girls, like the guy was saying in the video, he was very shy and didn't go after stuff. And it's like this whole problem that you had was your own fault. Like, sure, like because we didn't see any bullies, we didn't see any bully flashbacks, we didn't see any like everything that right, happened to him. Right, because this was his idealized. Oh, that's true. Memory, and then it kind of went a little berserk here and there because you know he was dying, but um, or you know he was getting right. old and he was. So yeah, so I think it's like, you know, you've got to want you know to to kind of, in a way, for me to make sense of this is not just like some crazy fever dream movie. And then also to not be like, this is a pretentious movie about blah, blah, blah. And there's just too many layers that there shouldn't be. Like, you know, that's just blah, blah, blah with extra steps. Like to kind of just really like look at it as a as a human is just like, hey, if you want to do something, do it. You might fail at it. You might blah, blah, blah. But, 
you know, you don't, I think that's the biggest thing. You don't want to look at the end of your life and go, ah, I, I would, the whole time I was waiting for the perfect moment and I was waiting for the, everything to line up and to be like it, what it is in, um, you know, those movies where you, you run into a girl and you drop your papers and she drops her papers and you pick them up, you bump mm-hmm. heads and They're meet blah, cute. blah, blah. And it's like, Oh, F O X, you know, I'm Fox, you know, all that dumb stuff. But like friendships, relationships, businesses, skills, all that stuff takes work and you got to put in the work to. So what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm Ayn Rand. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. The government should not help you in any way. Do your own thing. I, I don't I don't think that's the message. We're <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, but, I'm, but I'm saying like in, in your own personal way, you've you, yeah. you've got to. You've got to be a make dreamer, something happen. pick something and go for it. Right. You know, if you, I don't know, want to write a book, write a book. You don't yeah. have to sell your book. You can just write your yeah. book for yourself. And you can write a crappy book that yeah. no one buys. You still wrote a book. You still did it. That's better. Than, a lot like of when, people don't write books. I never right. wrote a book. I've been meaning to write a book. I, the, the, the people I, I think about the most um, are people who are considered one hit wonders. I'm like... Because they get made fun of so much. And I'm like, do you know how much work it takes to be a one-hit wonder? <laughs> right. Like, oh, he, you know, he invented this and then he did never did anything again. Like, I looked up the people who invented um, Future Splash, which became eventually Adobe Flash. Those guys haven't had any successes, like, to that level ever again. But... They're rich for one. Yeah. And they also in created Flash. Like, right. You, you will look, forever have that. Right. Yeah. It's like how many people can go around and say, I, d- I created something that dominated the internet for 14 years. But even but even more like to make it simpler because yeah. you don't have to run. You know, like, right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Because I haven't written a book. Giant, I'm not yeah. chasing any of these giant dreams or whatever. I, I think, but that's, I think if, what I'm saying is 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 kind of even playing into that like we like i always talk about like we don't have to do these amazing things or say someone's going to do an amazing thing yeah we can just say like i think you're going to do great things and those great things are like giving water to homeless people right <laughs> like you can be a janitor and ask the cute girl out you know what right. i mean that you've been afraid of or you want to paint there's happy janitors out there paint at home sure. yeah sure it's a fine career it's a fine life um you know paint at home, you know, I think it's like finding, knowing yourself, and finding joy yeah. for yourself right. and not just like, you know what, if watching movies is your joy, cool. Yeah. But just make sure it's not guiding your life. Like, because there's Prince Charming, that that is all you were, because I feel like that's what this movie was, is like he let his fantasy guide his life rather yeah. than actually living his life. That's interesting, too, because he could have been a happy janitor, but because he's tainted by TV and TV tells you anytime you have the janitor, you're the murderer janitor, you're the rapey janitor, you're like the janitor. But it's not or usually he's, glamorous. He's dumb or right. something like that. It's not it's never just a celebrated like, character, right. typically. So I, I think kind of like what we talk about that, that's stuff that we play into. It's just kind of like, oh, I'm only this. Like I was saying, like, oh, I'm not a rock star. I'm a guy who does work 
on a product that possible rock star that like Radiohead uses Max, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not Radiohead. I'm the support people who end up using the cool stuff, and I could just sit there and be like, "Oh man!" But it's like I get to do cool things. I get to spend time with you, do this podcast. I got three computers for some reason. You know, I'm like <laughs> I'm doing fine. I have a one wheel. You know, it's like why spend the next 20 years being like i'm a failure and why for yourself whoever's listening being like oh i'm a failure because this or that or even if you didn't do something you plan to do it's like yeah you're still alive now yeah. so you just do your thing yeah but i think the yeah so like that whole idea of it playing out over the day and then the end of the day you know he's eat, he well he's eating the sandwich because that's at night and he's watching the movie and then um you know then obviously the whole manifestation keeps going and getting worse and i don't i don't know at which point he actually gets in the car so i guess he's going to yeah. like go home or something like that and then he just sits in the car cuz so- we see lucy does say or whatever her name is at that point at some when she was left in the car by herself and she was kind of starting to worry about hypothermia and she says, Well, I guess it's not a bad way to go. So that was kind of his like right. I'm gonna just sit in this truck and let's just sit in this truck. Right. And that'll be the way I go. Um and then when we we were talking about the um did we already talk about the dance sequence? How we thought mm-hmm. that was the key to figuring this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sort of kinda was. It was um he it was the playing out of his idealized future from when he was younger, how he the idealized version of how he wanted his life to go, where he meets the girl, they fall in love, they get married, you know, they have a life, but then his brain started tweaking out a little bit <laughs> and the janitor showed up. Yeah. The older janitor showed up and and killed the younger happy guy and then stole her away. Um which I don't know what that means of where she went. But um, but basically, the old janitor came in and like killed the happy. Well, I think that's just that's but just an analogy. Brain of was himself sabotaging himself. Right? Yeah, yeah. The the other thing that I thought was really cool when we were watching the video, he didn't explicitly say this when he was kind of explaining it, but I can't remember if I also thought this too to be like I thought it too. But um, when she when he says she says I'm looking for my boyfriend. And he's like, what does he look like? And then she goes, it's kind of hard to tell. And it's like that thing I've always said about myself, where at one point I was like in my 20s and I looked at my hand and I was like, holy crap, my hand is huge. And I was like, and I don't remember what my little hand looked like, like my 10-year-old mm-hmm. hand looked like. you know. And so every once in a while I'll look in the mirror and be like, this is who I am. But then also you forget who you are. And oh, right, because she said, that's like, like ex- expecting me to explain to you what a mosquito looked like that bit me 40 years ago. Yeah. So, ah, uh, yeah. So he was asking himself to, to describe his young self right. to him. And I've I've read a couple of articles where, yeah, they've talked to older people. Oh, yeah, there was it was one article where they showed old people looking into mirrors and there was a picture of themselves younger. And one of the guys was like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like when I look at this person, I'm like, who's this old man looking at me? And hmm. so I think it's just kind of like one of those things like, you know, with that whole conversation of getting older and all that. It's just like as so many things happen in your life, like you were quoting from from the movie, 
it's just hard to remember like what what you know and we'll do that we're I like can't, i was we'll saying mix. to you the other day i can't remember what my life was like in january you know what i mean it's right. been like what eight months or whatever nine months and i'm like i can't remember right. january but, but like we think there was something else too that was talking about like all you take out is just slivers of time in your life the things that really stuck out and i don't know if it was you. i've listened to so many podcasts and things but it's kind of like when we talk about new york or seattle because we've been to new york and seattle multiple times and san francisco and san francisco so I'm, we'll start melding together, like in oh the yeah, movie. all the different trips. We're like, or... yeah, and then we, <laughs> it's like everything. We were like, yeah. we we stayed at the Aquaba, Aquaba Mansion, then we went to the Times Square, but then we stayed at Kareem's house, and then we went blah blah blah. We're like, wait, these are different trips, aren't they? Like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. There's just one trip. So, um, I I think that's very true about the mind. It's it, it you only have specific. You have specific things that happen in specific locations, but if they're especially they're in the same location, those specific things they all become oh, it all runs together. Runs, yeah, yeah. So, in conclusion, in conclusion, I like this movie. I did too. It was it, weird. It was long in the tooth, and that was yeah. part of the thing about it. They even called. Oh back yeah, to that themselves. was like the whole. Was this? Was it? What did the kids say? It was meta. Yeah. <laughs> Referencing itself. You, just, you consider that guy a kid? No. Um, but I didn't really mind that it was so long. Usually I feel it, but I think I was just like so enthralled the whole time of like what is happening. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of a fun movie. Like if you are listening and you haven't seen the movie, don't feel like we've ruined it. I mean, we did kind of reveal what. Yeah, the whole thing people, is. But if you've, wa- if you've watched is, Oklahoma, if you've seen the play Oklahoma, it probably reveals itself maybe. pretty early. But this is also, I feel like this is a movie where knowing the answer is fun to go back and watch it, and yeah. it kind of fills in all the is maybe kind of like it's Sixth like, Sense or something like it's like mm, something with I the reveal at the out. end. Yeah, when get I out. Watched get out the second time. Then I was you, able to just sit there. You pick and up look, on all the little yeah. cues that you missed the first time. Right. So anyway, I. I don't know that I'll watch it again, but I could see that being um, a fun way to watch it, knowing for sure what the deal was. If we were possibly, you know, and we still don't know what we're doing for Christmas, I could try to trick my mom and stepdad into this. Watch this movie. We got them to watch Midsummer. Yeah. And didn't we watch Get Out with them? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. So um, I found this interesting because the guy, the reviewer guy or the explainer guy didn't care for this movie so much he said he didn't think it was entertaining or whatever um so it makes me think like the tomato ratings on this is 83 percent from critics but 47 percent from like regular audience folk which totally makes sense because it's a weird weird movie and i think sometimes like people just want to sit down and watch like a movie they don't have to like dissect the whole time and figure out what's going on i think part of that there's a couple of things i think is the problem with people's perception of this movie, not the movie. Because of Insidious and all these type of movies, whenever you see something like this, you think it's going to be a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Like so I was waiting, expecting the mom to like murder them. Right. You're ready for the, ah! like she right. becomes a demon or something. And I guess so, with this movie, you have to know what you're getting into. Right. I, maybe. And then if you don't know, if you don't know Charlie Kaufman, that's a problem, too. 
because if this movie was directed, I don't, I don't know if did he write it too? Yeah, because he read the book and then, but whatever. If it wasn't a Charlie Kaufman movie, this movie could have been totally different, and maybe would have played into more people's hands. But I think with those type of things, with people coming in with this kind of like, oh, I'm about to be scared on my mind. Like, are you ready? Like, let's get ready to throw popcorn. And then it being a, a Kaufman movie, it's definitely for, it's really just for Kaufman-esque uh, type people. And then people are kind of in that that kind of world. Like if you liked Interstellar a lot, you know, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, like people who uh, like these weird, quirky, twisted yeah. movies that may or may not have meaning at the end. Like right. what was the movie we watched? Oh, was it The Lobster? Yeah. And we were That's just kind of like. Yeah. What the what? We never looked okay. at the ex- we gotta look did we look at the explanation of I don't think I don't so. Think I think we, we just that. took it for what it was yeah, and was we like, like, well that right. was a fun trip and that there we go. That's actually this was a fun trip to watch this movie. Yeah. But and then try and figure it out. That's part of the fun too, is like working through it and trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Um but yeah, I I think that's probably the reason why and, and if if you go with that kind of going in and the the funny thing to me was i I was going to say this earlier which i think i cut myself off or you did or i don't remember is when this was premiering i saw it a couple weeks ago i was like oh yeah and then it showed up on the netflix top 10 and then was gone and i think that's the same thing like oh people were like oh cool 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 and then they're like what the heck is this crap yeah and then also it's about death as well and it's also about suicide so if you do get that understanding or even that feeling about it you may have had someone that you know that committed suicide. You may right. be struggling with suicide. You may, a lot of, and I'm I'm an American, so I don't know how the rest of the world views it, but a lot of Americans, and I said this when we were dating, I liked, um, what was it, Arlington Road, because it ended so left of how it should have. <laughs> right. And you were like, I hate that movie. And I'm like, that's right. the very American thing where it's like, it's supposed to end with the hero winning and not being framed for an explosion. Right. Spoiler alert. Uh, I've come a long way in my alert. movie watching. I've I've pulled you. I accepted the bad endings more, but I still don't like them every time. I yeah. don't think they're necessary every time. No. And I feel like there's a trend to go. Well, there's the, the anti-hero and all right. That push. There, it has trended in far more movies than I think it should have been. That's true. So but yeah, I anyway. think I think that's that's kind of the things that kind of pulled. That probably pulled people away from this movie. No one wants to sit there and talk about their own mortality, their mom and dad's mortality. My right. goodness, like that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, and we, yeah, we didn't really go into that, but he, obviously that was him reliving his parents. It wasn't right. really his fantasy about it, but it was yeah. it was infiltrating his mind at the right. end. He was remembering those things, remembering so. how to take care of yeah. your but mom, and yeah, give it a watch if you haven't. Um. Do all the things. Subscribe. Listen. Tell people. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Let's get some listeners. Tell your friends. We've got listeners. Okay, let's get some more listeners. I'm the positive one. You're the negative one. (laughs) I know we have y'all. We love you guys. We love you guys. It was funny. James, uh, one of my best friends, known him 20 years now. Uh, One of the most consistent relationships besides you that I've had. Don't feel threatened. I don't. Um, I like, love James. They so a little insight. Josh and James will have like four hour conversations. We will, and it's adorable. 
It's adorbs. Adorbs, <laughs> as the kids say. So he he me- he messaged me the other day, quoting something that we said on the podcast, and I was like, "What?" And then, <laughs> I don't. Remember. And then he called. Oh, no. He called and left the message. He's like, "It's from your podcast." I was like, "Oh, oh, I don't, I remember, don't remember anything we say." Anything we say. So yeah, so yeah, we're we're thankful. But you know, if you got friends who like the movies or who like weird couples um, that talk about movies. Spread the word. Share it on the socials. All the things. Make stickers and put them on police cars. Sure. But we didn't tell you to do that. Nope. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. (laughs) We've talked too long. All right, guys. We love you. Till next time. With all of our hearts. All of it. Throughout eternity and perpetuity. Henceforth. And so on. Sea Org out. (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Get flagged by Scientology.